Hello listeners and fellow Game Pass fans. Get yourself set and ready for your favourite unofficial Game Pass podcast, Game Pass News. So I'll hand you over to Nick and Sean and get the show started. Welcome to Game Pass News with Sean Abbott, my co-host, and me, Mr. Nick Metzger. Let me tell you, we are recording Thursday, July 14th, and people... We are only one week out from the first Microsoft-developed game of the year. It only took us seven and a half months to get a game from Microsoft. God bless them. wondering what that game is it's as dusk falls which is coming very shortly here july 19th i believe but before we get to all those top stories and all that fun stuff sean how you been man uh i'm okay i've been busy it's been a busy couple well i say it's been a busy couple of days um i kind of i I think the last time we spoke the wife was going away on holiday with the youngest Yes, that kind of, you, you kind of instantly think, oh, that means you know things are going to be a bit easier. But no, it wasn't. I tried to spend cram as much time with the other two in as I possibly could, um, and try and keep on top of the house, which somehow I managed not to be able to do very well. So yeah, been playing catch up ever since then. Did you get yelled at from the <laughs> wife when you got home? Like, why the hell does the house look so awful? No, no. It didn't. Oh, okay, that's she, good. well. By the time we'd, like, they'd come in and we started unloading all the cases and stuff, it was like, it just, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know how that. How are you doing, man? How are you, how are you getting? And you've been pretty busy, too. Oh, my gosh. Ever since this vacation came back, we're doing this auction for work to try to raise some funds. Ooh, let me tell you, it has been it has been nuts, man. Crazy busy. I, as you'll find out, have not played much Xbox at all. Um, man, I, I, I have plans. I take, I even, I was like, I'm going to take my backbone and start doing stuff on that. No, no, it just, it's just life right now. It's just the season of life I'm in. I'm hoping that maybe in a week, um, things will start to chill out a little bit and I can start getting back to my beaten games and all that fun stuff. But, uh, not, not right now, but we do, Sean, we do need to talk about the fact that we're the biggest losers as we've been talking about (laughs) quite a bit we need to keep up the chat we only have like a week uh and with two weeks we'll say two weeks it's thursday we just started week nine i think so we got like two weeks left basically so and and this week this week game pass news takes on the two hosts of Dads After Dark. So, That's yeah, right. We do need to win both our brackets this week. I can't promise anything, Sean. My body is kind of like you. You have lost enough. I'm at fourteen percent, almost. I think thirty some pounds. Uh, yeah, I, I I'm pushing pretty hard to lose anything at this point, and the body's kind of like, nah, you're done. You you've lost enough. So uh, yeah. So how's it how's it going for you? Um. It's it's going okay. The, there's been a lot of chatter in like because the guys are using the competition apps and as well as Discord to talk about it. They have their own little section in Discord, and there's been a lot of chatter about people that are worried about them pushing themselves too hard and that it's affecting them mentally. Like Bruce was one of those, and 
it's kind of like, I think we're getting to that point now where people are stopping seeing the drastic drops all the time and the gradual drops are coming in now. But um, I'm enjoying it for the fitness side of stuff because um, I went running today. I ran, I aimed to do a 12 kilometer, but I kind of started to run out of time to pick um, Logan up. So I only managed 10, but I managed to, like, since the beginning of June to now, I've shaved six minutes off my 10 kilometer time. Awesome. So I might not be losing as much weight, but my fitness is doing a lot better. So, and I feel good. I feel really, I always, other than first thing on the morning when like getting out of bed, I grown like an 80 year old. Um, I feel pretty good. So, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, it's, I'm still doing pretty good. I don't know. My wife asked me, so, you know, are, are you done after this? And I don't know, Sean. I mean, I was, ch- I was chatting with you about it before the podcast. Like, I have this really good habit going right now where it's like, I, I people, I have marshmallows, a bag of marshmallows that have been in my house since like the first week of June. That's got to be a freaking record for me. In the, you know, I can take a bag of marshmallows and devour them in like an hour. And that's generous. Like this bag of marshmallows has <laughs> sat in this house. Like I have this like... I don't know. Like I have built a shield around me. I just took the kids to a 4-H fair and they had burgers and corn dogs and ice cream. And I was just kind of like, nah, nah, you know, I just, I was just, it was second nature to be like, yeah, they, they're doing this and they're doing that. Plus it saved me like $12 at least probably more than that. Prices are ridiculous there. But anyways, um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know that I want to, I don't know that I want to like blow it away. Not because I like want to lose any more weight, like you're saying, but just because like, if I, if I start to like break that habit, like, am I going to be back into like, oh, here's this bag of marshmallows. So I'll just like eat this. So it's gone. And there, there you go. Um, so, yeah, so, you so, know, so, so we need everybody like with your listeners to back Nick, don't let him turn into stay puff. You know, we don't need to call in the Ghostbusters to try yeah, and track him down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyways, you know, they were talking about doing this again at the beginning of the year. My new goal is to be like, sorry, guys, I'm still like 195, so I don't need to do it. You know, like that's my that's my new goal is to not need to be in the chubby bracket next year because I ain't chubby no more. That's my plan. Yeah. We'll see if that works. I. I'm still a, I want to get below 200. I've got a way to go yet. I think I've got another 13 pounds to get there, but I've lost, I'd get what I did work it out at the other day. Um, I started at 231. I'm down to 230. So I've lost like 20, 20 something pounds, which is mm-hmm. yeah. a lot. It's a lot yeah. for a guy to lose. Um, But yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying, I'm going to try and stick it. I don't, it's got to that point now, like you say, it's become a habit. Yeah. So Going like dropping the kids on a day off, dropping the kids off at school, coming home, going for a run has now become part of my like my daily routine. Where usually I drop the kids off at school, come home, sit in the beanbag, and play a lot of Game Pass mm-hmm. uh, games. I now go yeah. for a run, then have a shower, then sit down and play a lot of Game Pass games. So yeah, I love it. I you know I I haven't got to the load of Game Pass games part, but I've got to the rest. I will say. The one thing I am doing to kind of like help the weight come off in this challenge is I'm doing a lot of doubles. So like I'm doing P90X3 and I'm running. I'll be glad to let that go. Like <laughs> I'll be glad to only do 
one workout a day and call that good. Like the doubles are the doubles really help me lose weight, but yeah, they are time consuming. Like I'll spend that that will make me spend like an hour and fifteen to an hour and thirty minutes like working out throughout the day instead of just like forty five minutes or something like that. So that one will go away right away for sure. Um but uh yeah, so that's we are wait, so fifty pounds then, right? Between the two. We lost my daughter if that's the case. <laughs> We literally has just it, like has shed anybody our seen April? <laughs> Ariel, Ariel, yeah, I get Ariel. you. Sorry, we've just been watching Grey's Anatomy, so I've now got like April. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it's just I don't know, it's just utterly nuts. And um, I say it every week, but I'm super, super happy that uh, the Dads After Dark crew put it on, and uh, glad to be back it, to so many of the it, clothes it, it, in my wardrobe. Yeah, the thing is though, they, they've changed. Like there's 14 people doing this, and they've changed everybody. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. I know Bob Bob Cousy's doing really well with it. Mm-hmm. Like Bruce is doing really really well with it. He's currently like second yeah, man. place. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll be. Uh, hey, kudos to Bruce because I'll be honest. He got to like 10.9, and I was like, "Son of a b, is he gonna try?" I'm like, so like. To be honest, if like nobody was near me, if the nearest person, if he wasn't there and the nearest person was like 8%, I don't think my my eating habits wouldn't have gotten bad, but I might have started to coast on the exercise, like drop that extra like a little early or whatever. But no, man, no, I'm like, ah, ha, he's too close. <laughs> he's like, I'm not in the beginning, like I'd say the beginning five or six weeks, it wasn't about the money. It was just like, can I get back to the weight that I want to be, you know? But now I'm like, mm, now we're here, and I've done it anyways, yeah. and the it's money's there. In. So like, now I kind of want the money, you know. Like, <laughs> since it's, we're it's, here, it's, it's, you might as well give really, it. To me. It's been really interesting to hear everybody's ways of doing everything. So you've been doing like doubles and stuff like that, where I've just been doing solely cardio, not doing mm-hmm. anything else other than running. Um, and then like, is it? John, that's kind of like just done nothing but change what he eats and drinks a little bit. He's done very little. That's exercise. true. That's true. That's Drew, true. yeah, that's been saying he. Well, he said he was going to start after week five. So I haven't. I don't know if I've heard him talk about it much after that. But yeah, Drew said he's just gonna. He was just changing what he what he eats, and he he was pretty successful just doing that. So um. So yeah, that that that's it, that kind of plays into the arms of um you know eighty percent of weight loss is diet. Yep, twenty percent, twenty to thirty percent is exercise. So yeah, man. Well, yeah, because what I can run for like an hour and lose like forty four hundred and fifty calories or five hundred calories or something like that's what I'm losing. I can I can blow that in a breakfast in like two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> like just give me the bacon and the gravy and the biscuits and all that, and uh, it's gone. It's all gone. All my work is gone. So yeah, for sure. Um, but uh, so that's that. Uh, we will hop into the top stories. We do got some stuff today, so let's jump right in. Sean, you dropped this in the, uh, in the, in the, in the notes, so I'm going to let the doc, that's what I'm trying to think of. So I'm going to let you take it, start us off. What's this first one? So... I, I'm not entirely. I'm not 100 percent certain who kind of funny is. People have really weird names in the game, gaming industry, and I kind of. Oh, they're a don't. really big YouTube channel. Okay, cool. So a really big YouTube channel has kind of teamed up with Xbox to do some kind of 
crazy launch event around uh, as dusk falls. So they're going to do, and they're going to do this before I believe it comes out. Um, so they're doing an in-person kind of like playthrough where um, they're going to be playing the game and the, the you know they're taking over a, ho- a huge theater in Los Angeles and they're going to be kind of playing the game with using the people that are there watching to make the decisions of how the game goes, kind of like making it one huge giant mm-hmm. theater-sized couch co-op style game. Um, and that's going to happen. That's happening tomorrow. So Friday, July 15th, um, four days ahead of the actual game coming out. And I think, I believe that's like a, an invite slash ticket only kind of thing. I think um, it's great. I don't want to ruin the story for myself. Otherwise I'd probably watch it. Like, like I don't, um, but I, I love that idea. So like John was talking about this too, where he was like, well, I don't see why you'd want to do this. This doesn't make any sense, man. This is exactly why you do this. You you can get your whole stream involved now. Like this is uh, maybe when they thought of this, they were thinking of streamers, or maybe they were thinking of my wife, who, like I said, this is the first Xbox game she has said she'll play with me, but she's gonna play on her phone and make her decisions her own way. So I don't know, man. I'm down. I'm I'm really excited. I'm down for this. Uh, it it might take me a while to get through it because we'll be playing with other people, but I'm excited. Sorry, go on. And then on on day of release, so on July 19th when the game comes out, they're going to do, because they know not everybody can get to the theater and be in the theater in LA and stuff like that. So they're trying to expand that out to the rest of the fans and the people that are excited for the game. And they're going to do a live stream uh, on launch day, playing the game from the beginning again. And they're going to allow the the chat in the live stream to vote on the decisions. So again, expanding the game even further into the fact that you're going to get like the possibility of tens of thousands of people then I'll vote in to make, kind of make the decisions in the game and see where the game goes. You, I, just, I think it's good. I think it's a really good idea to play those kind of narrative style games that way to be to help him be, because it is, it's meant to be a massively interactive game. That you can play a, among different groups of people. Um, so yeah, it's going to be interesting. I'm going to try my best to catch the online one on the 19th. Yeah. See, I don't think I am. I want. I don't want anything spoiled for me on this. I want to play this game um, by myself. Or, well, not by myself, but I want to. I want to be the one playing for the first time. Not. Yeah. Not in the group. The only reason why I would be more in favor to watch it is that um, I don't like to play narrative style games where you kind of just doing a lot of dialogue reading or listening mm-hmm. to people talk to them make decisions. I don't mind that in like fps style games um so when i was playing dialight 2 there was a lot of that decision making kind of stuff done but then you could go away from that and just run around and do a lot of gameplay and then carry on the main story so yeah i'm kind of interested to watch it rather than 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 play it is that is as dusk falls voiceover or is it uh is it tech i think it's voiceover but man, I think, I yeah, I think there's there's a various of voice actors. I think is one of the things that they were boasting a little bit. Okay, all right, yeah, because I'm I'm more down with voiceover than I am. Yeah, text is annoying, and that actually screws screws a stream for sure. Like it just it just really it makes me so tired to be like, do I read this? Do I not read this? And if I'm reading it, I'm just like I'm tired by the time I'm done with the stream. 
Um, Ninja Ninja Lunchbox says, kind of funny. Yeah, they're not that funny. They are. They're a huge website. They got a website. They've got pod- podcasts. They've got YouTube's. They've yeah. They're 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 pretty popular. I think the guys that started them are from IGN, but I could be wrong about that. Um. Uh. Yeah, that's exciting. Uh, As Dust Falls is the game, the first game that Microsoft will actually release. That's that's one of their studios. Uh, it's exclusive. Uh, it'll drop on Game Pass day one. Uh, it's very. Uh, I'm excited for it. Uh, I'm not excited for the fact that it took seven months to get an, to get a Microsoft game, but whatever, you know, we'll take what we can take. Um, and so, yeah, cool. Anything else on that? Um, no, other than, well, I think you just covered it all. It's going to be on day one game pass. Make sure yeah, there'll be a, probably a pre-installation thing, come out notification fire. I think it's out. Got the app on your phone. I think it's out. Oh, okay. I'm well, pretty, sh- pretty sure it's out and you can, you can already, you can pre, maybe it's just pre-orders, maybe not pre-install. Uh, I don't know. I could be wrong. Um, no, because I saw somebody say that it was fifty gigs. I saw somebody on Twitter be like, "Oh my gosh, it's fifty gigs." Um, I don't know, but uh, I don't know why that was shocking. Because you know, I mean, That's... fifty gigs nowadays isn't really much. No, for, for something that isn't very. That's quite big for that style of game. I guess that's true because there's no real animation, right? It's like I don't know. It's yeah. some, I don't even know what kind of anim- what you would call that, like watercolory photo. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, for that, for, yeah, but for that style, yeah, that's quite big. Like, um, yeah, yeah, I yeah. see what you're saying now. Um, I was just. Pretty- I suppose. I suppose if you have a lot of pictures and a lot of slides, depending on the different decisions that you make if you can make that many different decisions and then they've got all the text based the voice mm-hmm. music yeah yeah that makes sounds sense. like it's yes i can pre-install as does falls right now okay so if uh, you listen to this go if you want to play go and pre-install it it'll be there as soon as it's available right coming out uh next tuesday basically next tuesday july 19th um yeah so there do we know is that going to be on the cloud That'd be a good cloud game. Uh, it, I'm sure it said it was cloud gaming. Um, Man, I look at our list. I don't, I don't know if it is. I'm trying to figure. Uh, we've ticked all the boxes: cloud, PC, and console. If we tick the boxes, then by golly, Sean, that's what's happening. <laughs> that's what I say. Um, all right, yeah, I can't, I can't find anything that says exactly if it is. Um, this is how you get it around here, people. We're just we're just doing the research live. Um, because if it's cloud, I could I could just do it that way, and that would be that would be great. But I'll try to figure that out while we're not doing it this way. Um, all right. So next thing, Ubisoft Skull and Bones uh, Forward. You didn't watch it because you're lame and busy, <laughs> more busy than lame. <laughs> but whatever. Um, I did. Well, here's something for you then. Sell it to me because I I enjoyed mm-hmm. Sea of Thieves mm-hmm. and Skull and Bones. To me, looks from all the images I've seen, it looks like a more gritty version of Sea of Thieves. You sold it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I have some questions. And to be honest, I watched it, but I was I was kind of trying to get some Far Cry into, so I may have missed pieces of it. So. Um, it's definitely 
it seems more like you're taking I I can't I don't I can't compare it to Sea of Thieves because I haven't played enough of CSE. So I don't know. But you're taking this guy, it seems like, and you're trying to make him like a legend, like a legendary pirate on the sea. So you have this like like this infamous I think it's called the infamous scale or something like that. And so you take on different um infamy, an infamy scale. So you take on different uh tasks finding different treasures it brings up your infamy it gives you an option to find to to craft or buy i don't know which new ships you have this like crew that you have to keep satiated or else they'll my it almost seems more um it's not just this but there's more of a like a logistics piece to it than it seems like sea of thieves has like it's like well do you have the food to keep your crew satiated because if you don't when before you leave, like you know, you don't know they might throw you overboard. Um, there's definitely so like 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 Sea of Thieves, but with a survival aspect. Maybe, yeah. I mean, you wash up on this island. You have this small little boat. That's what you start with, and you have to build up your boat. And you can have multiple boats. It almost like like as they were talking about it, it almost had. And there's there's crafting. You're finding resources. You're going to islands, doing that. Um, you're taking on tasks from different countries and different companies. Um, there's a lot of that stuff. I'm I am very very interested in this game, and I but I said this in Discord. I am also very very interested in Hogwarts Legacy, and I cannot play both of these if they both do end up coming out in holiday. We know this one. I think this one is a is November 9th? Oh, no eighth maybe eighth. I think God of War is the ninth, um, which is also a, a big a big bummer for them, I would imagine. Um, and so we know Hogwarts Legacy is supposed to come out holiday 2022. But as I said in Discord, saying holiday 2022 and being in July uh, just kind of seems like, a, well, you know, we're likely not to come out in holiday 2022. And we're probably going to put out a tweet anytime that says... Hogwarts Legacy has been pushed to 2023 like every other game. Um, yeah, so so Hogwarts Legacy is just given a a, a a date of December 2022 where Skull and Bones is 8th of November, like you said. Oh, really? They have a date? Initially, Hogwarts Legacy has yeah. a date? I could not find December it. December 2022. Son of B. Huh, well, there you go. Okay. Well, fine. Um, that's, cool. That's Santa Claus for it. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. You know what? I might, I might do that. I might do that. Anyways. Um, uh, yeah. And you know, I'm, this, this is likely to not be a game pass game. Uh, neither one of these. So I'm going to end up buying it. I got to buy it digital cause I have an S and so then I'm stuck with it. So I got to do the gamble thing and that's never any fun. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm buying one of these games. That's why I put up two fingers. I'm buying one. I'm buying one. Let me see if I can do hard math. I'm buying one of these two games. I did it. There you go, people. Um, so yeah, I'm. That's all I got to say about that. Um, there was a Nacon event. I forgot to look this up. I have no idea what the heck this event is. Do you know? No, neither do I. I quickly looked at IGN's like release trailers. Um, the other day while I was at work and I was like, what on earth are these games? And the Robocop one, I don't ever foresee them being able to ever make a very good Robocop game. So I've got Why? no high hopes for this. 
I mean, I mean not having they, high hopes is fine, but why do you think they could never make a good RoboCop game? Because it it'll just end up being on too much on rails for me. You think? Yeah, and it'll all have this really weird. Oh, you have to do this and upgrade that, and it's kind of like there's a there's there's a lot they can mess up with this. So there's a lot they could get right, and I could be completely wrong and eating my own words. Oh, there. Sorry, go ahead. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. The, from the gameplay footage that I saw very briefly, I was like, "This you now." There's a guy that liked. I mean, I absolutely loved the original Robocop film mm-hmm. as a kid. I can remember being scared absolutely shitless of the second one. Um, I, I can't envision this being any good. Which isn't a knock to them. It just probably isn't going to tickle me. Where the Terminator open world one, if they get that right. That will be amazing. The fact that you have to kind of like scurry around and not get caught out by like flying Terminators, walking Terminators. Mm-hmm. And if they could plant like the um, T-1000 style stuff where it can mimic people and try and catch you out, that'd be even better. Okay, so Nacon is a is a developer and maybe publisher both. I'm not sure of games. They they've done a whole a whole bunch of stuff. They do the rugby games. Um, they do uh, I don't know all kinds of. I mean, none of them are like sticking at Chaos Bane, the Warhammer game. That's one they did. Rogue Lords, Rogue Book, uh, Tennis World Tour Two. Like they do all kinds of games. They're a big B simulator. And the Fisherman Fishing Planet. Um, Hunting Simulator 2. I don't know. Man, I'm trying. Um, none of them. So they do They do a bunch of stuff. I didn't realize they were a developer, to be honest. Um, so they had a Nikon event. Yes, and so they had a RoboCop game. I am, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say I am over the moon for a RoboCop game. But if they can bring a good, if they can even bring a decent RoboCop game, I, 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 I'll give it to them. I'll, I'll wait and see what they can get. Um... And so I'm sorry, I was I was looking up. Did you say you were interested in the Terminator game? Yeah. Yes. If it can if there's an element of stealth and gathering supplies, mm-hmm. a bit kind of like um I can imagine it having like a fallout kind of feel. If it can have that kind of yep. feel to it, and yeah, I'd be so up for that. Yeah, this is an open world survival game coming a bazillion freaking years away, is basically the best way to put this. No, I mean, they gave a yeah, note. They, they said it was far down the road. Yeah, I don't know how much of the Terminator law that you know about, but it's apparently it's after Judgment Day, which is when like they kind of nuclear blast the entire world. And before the rise of John Connor's resistance army, which is like salvation. So it's it's after what could happen at the end of Terminator 2 and before Terminator Salvation. Hmm. I feel like I got to put Terminator movies back on my list. I don't know. I certainly saw Terminator, but it's been probably a bazillion years ago. And uh, I probably saw Terminator. Is it, So there's three movies? Is that what you're telling me? There's, I think there's five. Holy crap. Listen, yeah. I, I'm about to finish phase one of Marvels, okay? I mean, listen, I got I, I gotta stick with that. <laughs> I got a lot to do here. Um five. Holy crap. Uh okay. Yeah. You've got obviously there's Terminator one, there's the Terminator, which is the one that Arnold became famous for. Um 
then there's free and then there's salvation and then i think there's two others do they get progressively better or worse <laughs> or, um, is it, or is it a roller coaster ride <laughs> it's a roller coaster ride but nice. the last one that they nice. that they do where they bring arnold back into it mm-hmm. and they revisit they kind of like a time travel aspect to it um is really good oh okay so, that's uh, not what I was expecting oh, you to say. I'll take it. I'm a I'm a big Arnold Schwarzenegger fan, so anything within him with him in it, I'm oh yeah, was, I like. Uh well then you like California, because uh, he's in it. Uh, <laughs> he ran it for a little bit. Uh Ninja Lunchbox Yeah, Ninja Lunchbox says he is hyped for the Robocop game. So, you know, I'm I'm hyped to see what they can do with the Robocop game. Um, I'll the, see. It's just the, the footage just are the targeting system. I, they, they didn't really explain anything. They just kind of showed it. it was like, yeah. Mm. Yeah. But then if they have like Robert Murphy's kind of voice, dead or alive, you're coming with me. Could do that. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think it could they need be the, cool. They need, they need the guy. I'll buy that for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> I think it could be cool. But like all games, they could really F it up and it could be par to subpar. Um, there was a game. Now I I don't know. We you know we have we never have a reason to really talk about Robin Hood, but I love me some Robin Hood. I'm gonna I'm just gonna say that right now. When when like the was it Kevin Costner that played that played in like the yeah. serious Robin Hood, I believe. Uh, when that Robin Hood came out, I no joke. I bought a bow and started to like like shoot arrows into targets cuz i thought it was the coolest freaking thing ever like no no joke so there so they, we've had we've had um patrick Burge and we've had sean connery then we had the disney animated one which you know, that one's fun i like that one rock. yeah um i won't whistle the song cuz everybody'll hate me um <laughs> then we had the errol flynn and olivia uh D. Haviland one. Yeah. Then Maybe it was Sean Kevin, Connery? Then the, no, then no. there's a Kevin Costner one. Okay, I think that's the one I watched. 1991. Yeah, sounds about right. That sounds about right. Although, really? Crow. Maybe I saw it later, because yeah. I would have only been nine years old. I don't think my mother would have let me buy a bow at nine. Because it was a legit Russell bow. Crow was, Russell Crowe was 2010. No, it wasn't 2010. I wasn't that old. It, it was the Kevin Costner one. Maybe I saw it a little bit later or something after it came out. I don't know. But anyways, I know I saw that one. Uh, and then there's Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Yeah, never find this. That's we're right. Men in tight, tights. <laughs> no, I, no, no. My my line in that thing will always be, "What is it? No dingy before the ringy or whatever she says." <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> Anyways, why are we talking about Men in Tights? Or why are we talking about Robin Hood? We're talking about Robin Hood because Nacon is coming out with a Gangs of Sherwood dystopian game inspired by Robin Hood. Man, th- these are three games, Sean. Now, I don't even really know much about this developer at all. But all three of these games, if they nail them, like that's that would be amazing. Like, yeah. I, I'm excited for all these, but I'm not going to lie. A dystopian gangs of Sherwood where you can where you can be like one of the Sherwood gang members. 
sign me up. Like, that's probably the one I am most excited for. I'm like, the, the moment the, I the saw that. the closest you're going to get to Fable. <laughs> it might be true. That might actually be a legit thing. What 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 is it? What was the article you sent me? It's coming out before Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, it better come out before Elder Scrolls. Everything's coming out before Elder Scrolls Six. That's freaking ridiculous. I'll be fifty Elder before Scrolls I see Elder Scrolls, be before Elder Scrolls Six. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't know. Just, just, just for anyone that's listening, whenever I see any Fable news, I always send it to Nick. I'm like, it's always hey, shit have, news have too. Something. Like, it's never good yeah. news. It's always like, hey, by the way. They just hired a new narrative director. Maybe they're going to start over again. And I'm like, oh, great. Well, there you go. Fable, I remember that. I used to like it. So uh, th- those are our top stories. News bulletin, real quick. Sam, Sam Barlow's Immortality uh, was supposed to come out July 26th. No dice coming out August 30th. So not that much of a delay. Uh, not that delays really matter anymore. Uh, Halo Infinite campaign supposed to start this week. I haven't heard any news about it starting. So, um, you know, there's that. Um, Xbox will be at Gamescom. This isn't a shocker, but they have uh, clar- not clarified, but they have verified that they will be there in August. So, you know, maybe we'll get something good from Gamescom from there. The acquisition watch is is quiet on that front. Uh, no news for the last few months, actually. Last couple months, I'll say something like that. Uh, any other news, man, before we move on? Um, no, I just want to remind everybody, we've still got the Achievement Hunters contest going on. You've got, like, we're, like, halfway through the month for that now. So Yeah, fall guys, fall guys, this, fall guys. Yep. We've had a couple of submissions, which is quite nice. Um, we've had, I think we've had one on Twitter. We've had one in Discord. Um, keep scanning the emails. We haven't had any mm-hmm. via email. So, you know, just got to remember, keep playing the game every... Every five gamer scar that you get from the achievements is an entry into the competition. And the event that's just happened with the um, Sweet Thieves, that has been a great competition, great little set for you to be able to get the five wins in a row, which is a really big struggle. So, did you get it? No, because I didn't play enough. I, uh, I played a little bit. So, I we'll talk about that. In, could in only bit. get three wins. I kept getting a three and then I lose because i'd get into a stupid team that didn't know how to guard or didn't know how to be thieves or whatever <laughs> stupid people anyways um, what? and then and then the, the the other competition we've got running which uh, is going to be a long-standing one is the co-op campaigns so you can either follow is it subscribe on twitter follow us on twitch or leave a review on apple podcasts and we've got totals that we're aiming for on those um, I will get a current record of that side and tweet that out as soon as I've got all the totals totaled up. Um, and once we hit one of the targets of any of the three, we're going to pick somebody at random who's helped get to achieve that target, and you can win yourself some pretty awesome Xbox cash. So yeah, fifty bucks, fifty bucks, people. All you got to do is follow us on Twitch. And if, if we hit that goal, we'll give a $50 card. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. If we hit 100 YouTube subscribes, we'll give another $50. And then another one, which is really cool. Oh, reviews. And if we get to 50 reviews for podcasts, either Apple Podcasts or uh, that other one that I don't remember because I'm old and I'm senile, uh, then we'll give another $50. $150 is what we're offering out here. 
So do those things. Be cool. Help us out. We'll help you out. You You're know? all free, and you could win 150 <laughs> You could win $150! Anyways. Uh, yeah, all those things are possible. I don't know what just happened. All those things are possible, but we're going to move on to the Xbox Spotlight. Okay, um, I'm going to go first, and here's why, because I've only played two games, and you've played them too, and we can chat about them, and then you can take over with all the other games that you've played. Uh, first game for me, uh, one that I am absolutely in love with, I am playing Fall Guys on the daily, getting all the daily challenges, doing all the things, having a ton of fun with it, uh, absolutely loving it, me and me and my son still playing it, um... I don't play along. Like, you know, I play to get the daily challenges. It might be 30 minutes or something like that. Knock those out, and I'm uh, I'm on to something else. Usually work-related, unfortunately. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of... I've been playing it on Switch. If you are interested in our challenge and you're playing on the Switch, you can hop over... You can connect your account to Epic, uh, your, your uh, Xbox account, and all those achievements will filter over to achievement scores, so that you can get those on Xbox and you can uh, um, take a picture and send it to us. Um, so, or if you don't yeah. have an Xbox, you can ask somebody that isn't playing on Xbox, and they might really kindly do it for you. As long as we get that, yeah, yeah. Or you could just go out and buy an Xbox. That's that's the best solution, but also not <laughs> yeah. the cheapest. So I I appreciate that. I pre- appreciate. It's not very cost worthy to do. <laughs> yeah, come on. If you do this, people, we'll give you like fifteen bucks. Come on. Think of the trailer. You're only like, <laughs> depending on which one you get, you're only like three to four hundred and some odd dollars on the whole. I mean, you should obviously do this. It's a great economic. No. Um, the next one I've been playing is Far Cry. And I'm not going to lie. I have only put like an hour into Far Cry. So for me to give it any type of real, uh, like I, my real thoughts on it would be ridiculous. I Man, I want to I want to put more time into this game. My only story about this game, and then I'll let Sean take it, because he's the one that's played most of it. <clears throat> I had an hour. I started it up, and a phone call came through for work that I had to take. So I put it on mute. So I was reading subtitles while I was trying to listen to this phone call for work, um, which was working out okay. Then you get to a point to where you have to take the cult leader, and you, you've, you've arrested him. You have to walk him outside. It's like literally in a tutorial. I'm not spoiling anything here. Um, like the first five minutes of the game. And that's when the the work call got a little got a little too like intense, and I had to pay attention to that and not and not pay attention to what was going on in the game. So my guy sat there having arrested the cult leader for like five minutes or so. And if you do that, which I think I should have gotten achievement for this, if you sit there and don't do anything for five minutes, the his people who are like, okay, go ahead and arrest him. You know, they're they're standing back. They're not doing anything with their guns. They'll, they'll hit you with their guns, and you die, and you have to do it all over again. So, there you go. That, that's probably something that, that not many people who have played Far Cry 5 know about that I've that's, done. That's the developer's way of saying, stop wasting our goddamn time and play the game. <laughs> that's exactly right. Get off your stupid phone and stop doing work crap and do my crap instead. Um, but other than that, Sean, take it away, man. I've been, that's, I mean, I'm still on my little tutorial island. The fog's still down. I can't move. So, you, what, what are you thinking of this game? Um... I'm I'm really enjoying it. Um, I think I got asked the other week to try and rate like the Fall Guy, not the Fall Guy, sorry, the Far Cry games, and this one is really 
like it's quite high. It's like Primal was my favorite, and then it was three, then four. Um, I put this one like on par with Primal. I enjoy nice. the crafting side of it. The the perks that you have to unlock are difficult enough to to collect, um, but like just hard enough that and and enjoyable enough. There's like there's challenges. There's like you might not have seen in there, but you get like um, when you're walking around, there'll be NPCs that have got like an exclamation mark above the head, and then the logo that's around the exclamation mark kind of hints to they'll give you a like a clue as to like a, an important person that you need to speak to, or if it's a diamond that like you speak to them and they give you some kind of rumor. Oh, I, I've heard about this like really cool stash somewhere over here. Mm-hmm. And I hope that the, the, the Peggy's, which yeah. is what, like the, the, the main mm-hmm. guys, I hope the Peggy's don't get to it first. And then like it pins that diamond to your map in each of these little diamond spots and in like stash spots, you find free perks, free perk points each time. So, like, they are worth, it's like, if you see somebody with an exclamation mark and a diamond, like, doesn't matter what you're doing, stop, talk to them, and then get that and chase them up. Because um, I soon started to find that only having two weapons to swap between, especially when you start getting, like, deeper into taking out bigger outposts and the enemies get a little bit harder after a while. Um I needed I, I needed the ammo and I needed the different styles of guns. So, gotcha. So yeah. I tend to roam around now with a, a silenced pistol, a silenced assault rifle, either a sniper or a bow and arrow, and then I have one ridiculously loud Rambo style gun. Um, and that <laughs> that varies depending on like if I've run out of ammo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'll either be a rocket launcher, a bazooka, or a big LMG style mount, like what should be mounted machine gun that you can carry around. Nice. Um, but yeah, I really like it. I've finished when you when you in the, you open the map and you I think mean, you come off the tutorial island, it splits up and gives you a wider map, and that map is huge. Um, and there's like a if you want to, it goes north. West, northeast, southeast, southwest, rather than north, south, and east, west, kind of splits them into quadrants. Um, I finished the southwest quadrant. Um, I've killed John Steed. So, oh yeah, that's right. So each quadrant is one of his family members, basically. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. That makes so sense. I've now been to the area of the the, the sister, who that. That's starting to get annoying because she uses bl- the bliss quite heavily. I don't. I see. Like, I have no. What is that? And um, that's like you, there's like white. What looks like white lilies all over the the map that you end up going. You can walk through and you start getting like you start getting high basically, and the uh, screen starts to fuzz a little bit, and like, you start okay. seeing twinkly stars. She uses mm-hmm. that a lot, and like I'll be sneaking through bushes to try and take out an outpost or take somebody out and then all of a sudden you just hear this roar of a bear and you spin round and there is a bear there but it's got like a little bit of twinkly dust around it and stuff like that just keeps happening and it's quite so it's not so it's not real like the bear's not real yeah it's not real it's like a figment Uh, of your imagination but if you shoot it it'll turn into another animal 
Um, it's like if you shoot one of the bears, it sometimes turns into like a wolverine. <laughs> and like they, they're a pain in the ass because they're so small and fast. Mm-hmm. You end up getting distracted by the wolverine. And then whoever you were trying to sneak up on is obviously alerted to your presence because they can hear this wolverine screeching. Yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah, that's, that's making it a bit difficult. Yeah, I do. I do agree. I've only taken out one, but it was a fun little puzzle of like, I walked up to this uh, uh, boathouse and it was locked and I had to pump out the stuff. So I had to figure out how to get under the boathouse so I could get in there and pump it out. So I don't know if they continue to do puzzles like that. I think that's fun. And that's every one of those. Every one of those secret stashes is like that. Cool. Yeah, I think that's that's neat. Sometimes you might have to turn the power on or you might. Like it'll let you turn the power on really easy, and then you've kind of got to do a bit of parkour and platform, like three D platforming, to to get to where you need to be to get through the door and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool, nice. enjoyable. I've, I've I've had a good time with it. So. I like it. Uh, yeah. So uh, Fall Guys, Far Cry. That's me. Uh, so what else you got, man? It's all you now. Um, yeah, I've I've gone back to Skate Free a little bit just because. For oh, really? The time I have had to game. I like to just take my brain out and um, there's been a lot of chatter and EA have kind of released a few behind the scenes. This is what we're kind of doing with Skate 4. Um, and I'm, I'm super excited for that. Like They've shown like you've been able to like completely drop the board and come away and in- interact with the... Um, with the environment around you. So like you can climb, like swing on monkey bars, you can run across walls and like it opens the world up cool. to like get into higher and different places and the different trick styles and stuff that they've brought in. I'm just super hyped for it. So nice. and if, they, if they can master making skate for, but with all the bits and pieces that you can do in session simulator kind of game. Yeah. I'd be super hyped. So I've been playing that a little bit, but, Youngest daughter has been playing it as well. She enjoys playing skate games. Um, I fired up Garden Story. Um, I tried to play a little bit of this on Tuesday night, and I think I sat there with it on the screen for five minutes, listening to the music while um, I did something else. That um, (laughs) I'm kind of still getting through the tutorial for that. It's a fun little game. Um, it uses the inventory more than I thought it would do. Um, so you're in and out of the inventory quite a bit, equipping different things. So that's about as much as I can say about that right now. But it it looks like it's, if you enjoy trying to think of another game, if you enjoy Zelda, if you enjoy the old Zelda games where you could only have like two or three things equipped at a time and you constantly have to be swapping them in and out, um, you're gonna you're gonna enjoy this. And then the other game which I've still got sat on sat in front of me at the moment telling me that my control is disconnected is escape academy i played the intro um escape room because like that only dropped that only became available like late this afternoon over here um and it's fun it's good it's made me grab the old pen and paper out to take notes that's exciting um, because you, it's kind of like you are present you <laughs> like doing an actual escape room you're in a first person view um Graphically, it's not the sharpest. Everything's like um, shell shaded style 3D stuff. Um, and you've got to kind of interact with everything. And it tells you 
it gives you very subtle hints, which is why like I started writing everything down. Like anything strange that I've noticed in the room, I've wrote it down. Um, and okay. it all becomes apparent at some point during the, the puzzles to escape. But yeah, I played like the first bit. I've just got to the actual academy where you, you got to speak to the headmistress um, and that starts another puzzle or another escape room. So I've kind of got it set there, pause, ready to go um, after we finished on here. And <laughs> Nick's squeaking. They are apparently decided to water the garden outside. So that is the faucet turning on and off outside, which is like right outside this wall, not very far from, from where I am. So my bad. Um, and that's that's all I've been playing. I haven't played much Fall Guys. Um, you've played a hell of a lot more than I have. I'd be interested to find out what um, how far you are for the season pass. 65. Level 65. Wow. Yeah, I know. I do every daily task. I've gotten every week. I've finished all the weekly tasks. Um, yeah, I'm... Uh, man, I can't tell you how much I'm addicted to that game. It's just fun. It's just like, oh, I lost. Who cares? You know, like, let's do it again. And uh, all I do is try to hit those those daily and weekly tasks, and I I move on, and I'm yeah. loving it. This is my new Knockout City. That's what this is. Like, I got real addicted to Knockout City for, like, probably five or six months. Um, I've already got enough money from my Battle Pass that I can buy the next Battle Pass, so or Season oh, yeah, Pass, good. or whatever they call it. So I'm, I, I didn't spend that on the stupid Halo stuff. I didn't buy any Halo crap. Um, I was like, no, nope, I'm not doing that. So, uh, my, my main goal was to not have to pay for my battle pass again. And, uh, I'm there. So, uh, yeah, yeah I'll keep, um, I'll keep doing it. <clears throat> Emily played quite a bit of it on Saturday. She got eight wins in one day. Through her. I mean, I'm sure she's a wonderful lady, but <laughs> no, I mean, I just can't, <laughs> I cannot make that happen. Like I wish she, I could get more like, wins. Ninja, Ninja Lunchbox asked earlier while you were talking about Fall Guys. Um, Oh, while we were talking about the achievement hunters, anybody got the infallible uh, achievement? My ten-year-old daughter has it. I don't. I don't think I ever will. I, I mean, I don't. If I couldn't get it with Sweet Thieves, that I that really kind of that that hurts the chances because that one was that one was the easy win, the easy way to get it, and I I just kept falling short on that fourth win. Couldn't even get to five. Yeah. So yeah, um, um, th- I believe they're doing a Nakara. Blade Point crossover event this week or next week. Some so something just opened up. I haven't had time to play today yet. Um, but my son came to me because he was like, "Dad, I don't understand this." And I was like, "Oh, it's a new special event." And he's like, "I don't understand what I got to do here." And I was like, "Well, sorry, buddy. I don't. I don't really have time to to like dive in and try to figure it out with you at the moment." So yeah, but there is there is something new that's going on for sure. I just don't know what it, yeah, I, I haven't know, got to check it out. I I know in Nakara. They're bringing like a Fall Guys esque style thing to it, where there's giant swinging pendulums that can knock you out of the arena. Um, I feel like I that's every Fall Guys thing. Yeah, but I don't actually know what they're doing in Fall Guys to bring the car a blade point in, unless it's just skins and stuff like that that you can unlock. So, oh, so they're bringing in some of the Fall Guys stuff to Blade Point. Sorry, I missed. Yes. I didn't understand. Okay. You were like, and vice versa. Okay, okay, so, all right. Yeah, I, I'm. I'd be excited to see what, what the what the other is. What play point into Fall Guys is. Speaking of, real quick, um, it's kind of a squirrel moment. But uh, have you seen what? Have you seen the Kirby game that everybody says looks like Fall Guys? Have you seen that? Yeah, I don't think it looks anything like Fall Guys. Thank it's more you. like Marvel. It's like 
Marble Madness meets Kirby. Thank you. I don't either. I'm like, you people don't understand what Fall Guys is, apparently. I mean, yeah. I get it. There's a guy that's running, and he might fall off this dessert thing. But I'm like, from from what I saw in the trailer, there's four. it's a four-person thing. I'm like, yep. the whole thing about Fall Guys is that there's like a bazillion of these people. And uh, yeah, thank you. I, I think it's more of a Mario Party, to be honest to me. I think it's more of a Mario Party without the board. But I mean, I did yeah. say I can see it. So it's like a Mario Party Fall Guys crossover. But anyways. Yeah, I, I can't. If you were running and jumping and climbing obstacles, yes. But you are literally just rolling in an environment. Yeah, I I mean, I'm, I'm interested. Uh, it would definitely be one I bought physical. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see. Anyways, I just, I was just interested in your take. So. Yep. Um, and I, I haven't touched, have I touched my switch? No, I haven't touched it. It's actually moved round to the back of the TV. I haven't touched it in that long. Dun, dun, dun. I've been playing too much Far Cry. Like, I think I'm, I'm going to get back. Maybe 12, 12 hours into Far Cry. I'm going to get back to it, but not, not probably until Monday. <laughs> just so bad this week just sucks so much uh i'm gonna get there when when i retire and i'll play some more far cry 8 <laughs> uh anyways okay uh any other games uh no that's it that's all i've played um i was hoping to uh i fired up resident evil village i was hoping to get a bit more into that as well over the weekend but i got too busy playing a bit of fall guys with emily and too much far cry so i didn't get gotcha. to do that gotcha well, that then wraps up our spotlight. We have a little bit of party chat, so let's start chatting. Yeah, our party chats, it's an interesting one. I think he's trying to poke at, at Game Pass. Um, what? For the selection of games that are coming out soon between Game Pass and PlayStation Plus. And what is this question, Mr. Sean? His I'll set him straight. It's a, it's a two-part two question. So question, part A of the question is, is Stray on PS Plus a Game Pass killer? A game... No, never mind. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> it was just another name for cat, is all I was going to say. Um, it... <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, definitely, man. Game what Pass is saying, done. What he's trying to say Microsoft here, John, is, is keep... they, they already put the sign on the door. They've can't, Phil's like closed for good. See you later. Yeah. It's all over. You can keep your feline. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you can say it's a, it's a pussy plus game. I said it. I couldn't help it. <laughs> starts, starts with P and rhymes with pussy. <laughs> You whatever with your stupid PS Plus and your your like look at me and my games and we did we we did that ages ago ages that's what I think about you no. John straight 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 looks like a really good game um, and if I could get it for free I'd love to get it for free um, I don't I think it's one that I might get. Uh, See, just mm-hmm. talking about it makes you yawn. You're like, you're. It's a really, it's a really great game. I'm gonna go to bed now since I'm just talking about yeah. some cat with a backpack. 
it's it's probably a game that I'd get digitally on the Switch um, if it was on a good as it was if it was a good price. Uh yeah, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It, it, it I mean, sure, it looks, it looks interesting. You know, I'll go yeah, play as Dust field. Falls while you're walking your cat around with its back. Have fun, <laughs> like you know. Playing with your pussy. <laughs> he said it, not me. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, anyway, anyways, yeah. Second, thanks for that, John. There's your dad's after dark answer. <laughs> there's the the second and more serious part of the question is why are there so many dang Assassin's Creed games on Game Pass? Um, Assassin's Creed Digital. Oh my god! Why are there so many dang Assassin's Creed games on the digital services right now? What does it mean? That's a great question. Because not only that, Fall Guys just got done with an Assassin's Creed. I mean, that's what Sweet Thieves really was was an Assassin's Creed yeah. shindig. Um, uh, yeah, and so we got. Uh, I don't remember which one anymore. I was gonna play it, and then I didn't. Because Fall Guys got the Egyptian one, wasn't it? Yeah, um, that sounds about right. Yeah, and there's like two coming to uh, PS Plus. Um, not Assassin's Creed Two, but there's like two games coming to Assassin's Creed uh, or coming to PS Plus. Uh, I think me, they have a ba- it, go. All ahead. it means go ahead. for me, all it means is they're trying to get everybody teased into buying into the game. So look, play for play the old ones for free, enjoy them. And then when we drop the next one, you'll want that one because you've played others. Yeah, maybe. Um, I'd be interested to see if people play an Assassin's Creed game and then say, dang, I'm going to go out and buy another one. But maybe enough people do. I think what you really got, <laughs> yeah, that was really a backward slap in the Maybe, you know, it was just a slap in the face. Um, uh, I think maybe what you got here is just Ubisoft has built a brand out of Assassin's Creed. Uh, there's a there's a good following for Assassin's Creed, and you have two platforms now that want to fill their game, fill their their subscription platforms with uh, games that people know and recognize. And Assassin's Creed fits that bill, and they can probably you know get a sweet check from these people just for saying yeah sure we'll give you this. It's basically a transaction. The work's already done. I doubt they really got much to do there. And, uh, yeah, and Ubisoft's just making money. I mean, it, I think it's just a money grab. That's what I think. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, that they are desperate at the moment, so. Uh, Ubisoft? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure so? they were trying to sell themselves off, weren't they, as a, like, can we join one of your subscriptions? It was a bit like um, they had it with Xbox for a while, didn't they, where you could play for free. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the state of their financial situation. Um, I know, like, there were some rumors that they were that they were trying to get to a place where they could where they could be acquired. Um, But then also people love to just talk about or not as much anymore. But there was a hot second where talking about acquisitions on Twitter was like all the rage. Um, Yeah. uh, So, you know, what? just have to see where that where that goes um i don't know i don't i don't know about their financial situation but they're definitely just trying to make money and they can and why not you know um will they drown the market with too many assassin's creed games maybe you know maybe if you got yeah if there's more than two out there yes yeah so uh the next game is rumored to be um assassin's creed 
Aztec. They're they're going to they're going to Aztec times Aztec location. I don't know what you want to say. Whatever. Stop. Um. Um. But. It's like Mexico, isn't it? Mexico is Aztec. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like old time Central. Man, somebody's gonna be like, "Wow, Nick has no idea," which I don't. So you're you're welcome. Um, I think it is Central in there. Maybe Southern. I don't know. I quit. Um, um. So yeah, we'll see if it hurts him in the long run. I guess is my point. We'll see if that hurts him in the long run because now they're like, "Well, I can play these two. You know, so why do I want to pay for that one? Assassin's Creed games drop in price in like I don't know a month. It seems like. Um, yeah. I mean, the, all the, those the games old, seem to do that. same old, same old, just different areas. I mean, I, wa- I was watching my dad the other day. I was around there. He was playing the Origins one, and I was like, "This looks good. It looks good. It looks like it plays well." There's a couple of different things that I've never seen before in an Assassin's Creed game, but you're basically doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah, yeah, and I mean that's what so that that was what the the difficulty was with Valhalla. Or people always talked about was like, well, you know, after a while it got repetitive and it wasn't very it wasn't very fun anymore. Um, they're making them longer. They're bringing out more and more DLC. Um, yeah, I don't know, but I, I think that's the basic thing is there's money to be had and and Ubisoft wants it, and why not? Especially when they don't even have to really do anything. Do you think, uh, before we move on, do you think uh, these platforms are coming to Ubisoft for Skull and Bones? Because I think they are. I think I think yeah, Microsoft and I mean, Sony so, I mean, are there with a check to say, uh, yes, please. Yeah, I think that's definitely happening at the moment. I think that's why we aren't seeing any logos attached other than just that the main console, like what they're coming to for sale. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is this is where the subscription-based plan now being two two big dogs in the market is great for these developers and and publishers. They get to you know the game like this. You know, Phil says, "Hey, I wouldn't mind this. You know, we'd love to have it on on Game Pass. What what do you think?" And and whoever's over there at Sony that I don't know his name um, is doing the same thing. Um, yep. So and I think this I think if that kind of thing happens, it's gonna be the cock in the bottle for other developers to go and do the same and yeah. turn around and say, Look, we've got this awesome game coming out, we've built with like what Skull and Bones have done, we've built a hype and a following with doing our own publishing of videos and stuff on YouTube and streams and you know, talk us talking about it. We've done all that, we've done all the groundwork. All you need to do is just, you know, put that little bit of cream on top of the on top of it all and give us that bit of extra cash and you know you can have it on your streaming service yeah yeah i think i think that's a real i think those things are are it's a real big deal right now and uh it'll be interesting to see how it affects uh the subscription-based service the the platform itself how that works and uh also how it affects the price for those of us who are buying it I mean, just to, you know, is is it will it raise the price? Will it not? Uh, it'll be real interesting to see. But um, either way, I hope Skull and Bones comes to Game Pass. That'd be really helpful for me. Or hard, <laughs> yeah. or Hogwarts Legacy. You know, it's the same thing. Those big games that people know, like that people want, and really, 
I don't know if Skull and Bones is a game of service. There's certainly going to be some DLC that that gets a little murky. Like Valhalla is not a game is not a game of service, but it certainly has drawn out DLC, right? I mean, like for years, um, for a couple of years, I think. Um, so if Skull and Bones has that same thing, does it behoove them to give it to Microsoft for six months? Or something like that. So maybe I get into it, and then six months in, they drop DLC. And then if I want the DLC, I have to go out and buy the game so I can play the DLC. It's not going to draw me in. I personally don't care about DLC most of the time. I can tell you that because the game that I played 2,000 hours of, I got tired of it. And when the DLC dropped, even though it was everything I ever wanted... I'm talking about Animal Crossing here, for those of you who don't know. Even though it was everything I ever wanted... I still never went back to it. I just, I was done with the game. When I'm done with the game, it doesn't matter what you do for it. I'm done with it. And uh, that, that, but that's just me personally. That might not be the market. So I don't know. It's in, it's interesting. And I don't think anybody knows the answers. There's a bunch of market and, and PR people out there that are trying to figure out what's the best way to roll these things out. And we're still figuring that out. What's the best way for, for them (laughs) <laughs> to be to be real clear, not for us. What's the best way for them? So, yeah, I could see, I could see, I could see, I could see Microsoft wanting to get it because that's another pirate style game in their roster to go with Sea of Thieves. Well, wait, do they like want that or not? Though, then, I mean, that's a great uh, point, Sean. Does that make them want it or not want it? Because they have Sea of Thieves, which is a game, which is a game of service, basically. Yeah, I think they will do because it's a it's a grittier version of Sea of Thieves. So you're going to get the people that enjoy playing Sea of Thieves try it, and you're going to get people that have wanted to play Sea of Thieves or maybe dipped in and gone, uh, this is okay, but it's too arcadey for me. I'll come back. Then see that we've now got a a game of a service. I think it will be a game of service because I if you can have a multiplayer kind of thing where you can all get together and, and craft resources and stuff like that. Um, Skullbones is going to be good for that. Um, I can see them being drawn in by, okay, this is a bit more realistic. It's a bit more gritty. There's more to it. There's a survival aspect rather than just the arcade aspect. Yeah, and it might be... Um, I don't know, though, because I believe it's a $70 game, as I recall as I recall reading. Uh, it's, Ubi- it's Ubisoft... I, be- I, w- uh, I want to say this carefully. I believe it's Ubisoft's first next-gen game only next gen game so let me clarify that like like you you won't be able to get it on ps4 or xbox one um and they've bumped the price to 70 dollars um i guess why not 70 dollars and then a game and then like a, a season pass or something like that for dlc down the line yeah i mean you could still do that um certainly it's certainly an old school model that i don't know how many people still use but you you could do it for sure i hate that model I hate it. Like, if you're buying a game for 70, like, I yeah. want that game and everything that's going to come with it. Because yeah. if, if you're later on down the line saying, hey, look, we spent the last six months making more additional content for this game. It's like, why don't you just wait six months and actually sell me the game complete at 70, rather than make me pay 70 for a game which you're still working on, and then six months down the line want me to pay twenty four ninety nine for a season pass for you to continue to make the same game. It depends on what it's, it is. Stopped, it, no, no, for me, it stopped us getting games like um, such and such one, such and such two, such and such three. 
Mm-hmm. It's a, we'll, we make one game and then go and sell you additional content for a third of the price. Yeah. Yeah, it depends on what the content is. I mean, if, you know, if we're just talking skins for our boats and I'm paying $15, $20 for it, then, yeah, I'm kind of like, well, you know, not so much. Thanks, but no thanks. Um, but if it's a meteor version of DLC, then I, you know, I might be okay. I mean, heck, we just got, we just got DLC for Cuphead, you know, which doesn't make any sense, which seems like Cuphead 2 would have, would have been fine. I mean, it's, it's your own way. I think some of that, I really do believe some of that is to get around, um, the, the multiple platforms, right? So, yeah. If uh, well, the, the interest, the interesting thing for me with Cuphead is, I think they well, obviously it's called Delicious Last Cost. I think it's a play on words for DLC. Wait, definitely, it is definitely like, is. But no, I, I, I think that this is them taking the piss out of DLC. We'll, oh, we'll make a, a short, a short and second game, um, and call it Delicious Last Cost to tie people over while we do something else. I think there's the, the the developers and the game style has that feel to it. So see, I think what it is is MDHR knew that if they released this, let's say let's say they bundled this all up and made it a pretty cuphead too. I don't think it would have been on the Switch. And I don't think they wanted to do that. I don't think they wanted to tie themselves to just being on Xbox or something like that. So Instead, they did DLC, which then goes out just like the game would go just, you know, as part of the game and people buy it and it can be bought on the Switch and all over. And that that makes that that's better for them Um, for the hundred plus million people that could buy it now on the Switch. So, I mean, yeah. And and then plus they're probably selling more Cuphead, more of the initial game, too, for people who didn't buy. Yeah, I'm just I'm I get solely about additional content. Like if I. If I see a game as it's been released, say, like uh, Forza Horizon was one of them, like you could buy three different games. And then like one of them was you just had the game. The second one was you had the game and this care pass and this care pass and access to phase one of additional content. And then you bought the, the third version, which like was all access. I hate that. It's like you either finish making the game and sell it or you finish the the first bit of the game that you're selling like, and sell that as a complete and then anything extra that you wanted to add to it make it a second game make just make different games mm-hmm. don't make one game and then like try and sell it to me as something different i don't like it it's a i want to pay the price for one game and if you want to put more stuff into that i've already bought into that game you give me that stuff um, I don't, like I don't know. So, okay, the, the we, we are like, on too much of a tangent. About, we need to make this like, uh, a topic for next week, I think. But go ahead, finish what you're saying. Yeah. The only thing I liked about the Animal Crossing DLC was that it, it came, it formed part of my expansion pass. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was, you know, that was the thing for, uh, to tide over Animal Crossing fans, but more, more than anything, to help sell the expansion pass since, you know, I don't even know how many people, how many million people anymore got that. So for sure. Um, but I think we need to have a, a, a bigger conversation about, about DLC and how it rolls out and what you think of it and how I think of it. Cause I'm, I'm actually okay with that. I don't, you know, I mean, I 
can think of like the legend of Z Breath of the Wild with like the motorcycle and you gotta pay for that. Master Trials. Um, yeah, I, I'd be interested to have a bigger conversation, but probably not right now since we have squirreled our way like seven backyards over from where we actually were supposed oh, to be. Yeah, it's because we started talking about Assassin's Creed and why. I don't know how we got here. I don't know how we got here. I'm not even going to lie. I'd have to look back at the tape. You tell me. Um, well, I think that's Welcome everything for podcast. Yep, that's everything for the podcast. Well, take us out, man. Hey, everyone, and thanks for listening. If you want to catch the trailers that we're going to be previewing, head over to Twitch or YouTube. Everything is at Game Pass News. If you want to be involved in the Discord chat, head over to patreon.com forward slash Nintendo Dads and subscribe there for as little as a dollar a month. That gets you access into the Nintendo Dads Discord where we sit. Or subscribe to our Twitch channel and we'll get you access side out. If you want to get in touch with us, send us an email at gamepassnewscast at gmail.com or DM us, shout us, tweet us, do everything that you can do over at Twitter. That's at Game Pass News too. And if you listen to this via your podcasting app, please, you know, go on there, give us some stars, give us some feedback. We love that. It's great. We make this show for you. So please feel free to get in touch in any way possible. And on behalf of myself and my co-host, Nick Metzger, thanks again for listening. And until next time, guys, we shall see you.